Greetings, everyone. Welcome. Uh, I'm Dr. Ken uh, from Grazia Plena, and I welcome you to this uh, next episode in the series on recovery issues, where we look at a variety of different issues that have to do with our uh, healing and transformation, our sanctification, if you will, uh, the process of our um, overcoming afflictions, faults, weaknesses, character defects, sins, uh, and in our journey toward holiness. And uh, so today's topic will focus on acceptance, uh, acceptance as it has to do with addictions, mental illness, um, uh, all kinds of uh, difficult relationships, uh, fears, anger, and so forth. And We'll see how acceptance might apply to these things. Uh, but first, each time uh, we start a, a presentation, we'd like to begin with a moment of stillness and quiet so that we can put the concerns of the world in the back seat for a little while, focus on this information, and see how the Lord may speak to us through it. Uh, in order to do that, we need to clear some space uh, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, uh, physically. And so we pause for a few seconds of stillness and quiet, and then we will have an opening prayer. So let us pray in the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Holy Spirit, we call upon you now to join us in this presentation in a special way as we seek your wisdom and your healing. Encourage and inspire us with clear thinking, understanding, and truth. To fill us with the deep and satisfying fire of your love. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Um, I just mentioned that some of you may be watching on YouTube so that you can see the, uh, the PowerPoint slides uh, to kind of follow along if you're a visual learner. Uh, some of you may be listening on audio, on podcasts. Um, the podcast is called Encounter with Dr. Ken, and it's on a, a number of different platforms. Uh, the YouTube videos are on uh, our channel it's uh, Grazia Plana, Dr. Ken. You can find it that way. Um, if you subscribe to these podcasts or this YouTube channel, then you'll know whenever the new content comes out. We try to put it out uh, in time for the weekend each week, if possible. Last episode uh, was called Reaching Out to Others, and we're talking about um, when our recovery progresses far enough so that we begin to to be able to come out of ourself a little bit, out of our self-preoccupation and self-pity and so forth, be able to uh, self-focus. We were able to focus then on others and help, helping, assisting, uh, supporting them, which is a, a natural and wonderful byproduct of uh, recovery and the grace of God. Um, we talked about last time that our afflictions have a purpose for our conversion but also for the conversion of others so that our afflictions can be put to good use. Uh, we likely need some preparation before being ready 
to help others. So we need to go through some recovery, some healing ourselves uh, so that we can uh, let some of our self-concern go and be ready to meet the needs of those who are around us who are still suffering. Um, giving our testimony helps us and others. Um, when we give our testimony, we don't tell people what to do unless they ask us, of course. Um, but we simply share our experience, our strength, and our hope. Uh, we tell them what we were like um, when we were in the midst of our affliction, when we were so depressed, when we were so overwhelmed with anxiety, or when we were in you know, really unhealthy, abusive relationships. We tell them what we were like when we were in the midst of our drinking or gambling or uh, when we were uh, addicted to video games. We, we share what we used to be like. Uh, we tell them what happened to us. How, how did it happen that we found recovery? Um, how was the spiritual awakening that guided us, the Holy Spirit, uh, to recovery, to begin the healing process? And what we're like now, that we have some distance, some freedom from those things, uh, that we're able to live uh, more in serenity and peace, um, being of assistance and good use to others. And so uh, we share our experience, strength, and hope in that way. We assist others with a spirit of joy, with uh, gratitude because of what God has done for us, uh, what recovery has done for us. Uh, we share in humility, not and not in pride, not boasting, uh, but we tell honestly what happened, uh, what, what we were like. Um, we, we assist others in a spirit of love and compassion for them, confidence, uh, confident in God's ability to bring healing. Uh, we show patience with the person who's still suffering, is finding their way that we may be helping. And we, when we show, as I said, compassion and mercy toward them, we always respect another person's freedom and the timing of the working of the Holy Spirit. So uh, we simply make ourselves available. Uh, we provide guidance. We give our testimony and we see what they want to do. If they, if they want our assistance, if they want recovery, then we can walk with them. If they're not quite ready yet, then we stand by and pray for them. So today's topic is acceptance. Uh, so uh, the idea of this topic today kind of comes from uh, the serenity prayer that you might know. Um, and it's it starts off, you know, God grant us the grace, the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. And so we're going to focus today on this idea of acceptance for just a few minutes. Um, if you have to look for a definition of acceptance, it might it might be something like this. Um, it may involve our willfully, so it's a, a willful choice, a conscious decision, recognizing the reality of a situation one is experiencing without trying to change it or control it. So think about that, willfully and consciously recognizing the reality of a situation one is experiencing without trying to change or control it. Uh, so, so it's it's something I'm facing um, that I can't change. And so I'm recognizing through wisdom that I can't change it. I don't have the power. And so I accept it without trying to control or change it or fight it, right? Often we're fighting things. We're at this fighting spirit. And I just really wonder if so much of the anger that we encounter in our culture today, tremendous anger all around us, 
and frustration. Uh, if some of that is because of a lack of an ability to have acceptance, um, we don't really like acceptance very much. And so uh, this message today has to do with that. Acceptance then is kind of an interior attitude or disposition toward how we're interacting with the world and what's happening around us. A big issue with acceptance has to do with ego and pride. We do not like um, to accept things around us that, that are not going the way that we want them to go. Um, our culture doesn't like acceptance. We would rather fight, we would rather be angry, we would rather riot, tear down statues and all kinds of things um, and, and instead of have a spirit of acceptance. Um, this, this fighting, this anger, this, this uh, resistance has to do with puffed up ego and pride causes us to, to not have acceptance in, in that way. Um, some experiences that we encounter are easy to accept, um, some are not. Uh, the cashier gives me the wrong change, um, and I and I say, oh, I think I think it's this. Um, maybe it's easy for us to accept that without getting too upset. But there's other other things that are quite difficult, quite challenging injustices and so forth uh, that are rather difficult to accept. Some some of us might say, well. Um, this idea of acceptance is really being weak. It's being passive. You're just giving up. You're giving in. Um, and again, our ego doesn't like those things. Our ego doesn't like being weak, giving up, giving in, being passive. Um, and some people say, well, I'm not doing that acceptance thing because I don't want to be those things. Um, you know, that acceptance is no good because I have to be strong. I have to stand up for myself. I have to fight everything and protest everything. Uh, I don't think it has to be that way. I don't know that that's really healthy for us spiritually. I don't know that it's healthy, healthy for us uh, psychologically, emotionally. Um, some people would say, well, what about uh, times when we should take action? Uh, and that is true. That is a good point. Uh, there are times where we should take action. Um, when we experience injustice, when we see things that are not right, uh, it, it's proper, it's correct for us to give those things their due. Um, I, re I recall uh, years ago, um, I was um, doing a, a music performance with uh, good friends of mine, um, James and Ellen in Tempe, uh, Arizona, at uh, Paz de Cristo, which is a soup kitchen. We used to go once a month and play uh, for people as they ate their dinner. And um, it's an open air, so some you know some part sometimes of the year it would be very hot under there. Sometimes of the year it would be very cold. Actually, in in the desert it does get cold. Um, and and one time we were playing, uh, it was it was chilly. Um, James had a Mickey Mouse sweatshirt on, <laughs> and um, as as we're doing our songs for people's enjoyment, um, James spotted a family. Yes, there's some families that are homeless. Um, James spotted a family with children, and he took his Mickey Mouse sweatshirt off and went over and gave it to uh, one of the children in that family who was cold. Um, that was taking action. He didn't accept that that child would have to sit there and shiver. Um, James took action, gave his shirt uh, to that person, which is a, a beautiful 
thing for me to be able to witness. Uh, sometimes we definitely need to take action when we see something that's wrong, something that's improper, and we have an ability to do something about it. We should absolutely take action. Um, but there are also times where we realize that we're powerless to do anything and uh, we're, we're simply challenged to accept. That's what we're focusing on today. This practice of acceptance, and I think it does take practice, uh, it may not be something that comes naturally to us because of our ego um, and our human weaknesses. This practice of acceptance may help us develop uh, wonderful virtues, good character assets, uh, things like humility, obedience, patience, trust. These are good outcomes from working on practicing acceptance. Um, I think acceptance also uh, is involved in our achieving, developing, and maintaining a, a sense of inner serenity, inner peace, uh, because we're not fighting everything. We're not getting so frustrated over something that we can't change, something that's bigger than us, something that's more powerful than us, some, even if it's not right. Um, so it, uh, acceptance clearly uh, helps us with our serenity. Let's do a couple more pieces. Um, I want you to consider this for just a moment. Um, sometimes we look and say, well, did Jesus practice acceptance? And I think I think he did, actually. I suspect uh, that Jesus uh, was very good at practicing acceptance. And we can um, spot some examples of this. It might really be helpful to us. Um, let me let you consider uh, the end of chapter 13 in Matthew, in the Gospel of Matthew. It talks about Jesus being at home in Nazareth, um, he was preaching in the synagogue, and it says that, that he was not able to work many mighty deeds there in Nazareth because of their lack of faith. Now think about that. Jesus is God. Jesus could do many miracles. He healed the sick. Um, he cured blindness. He cured leprosy. Um, he drove out demons. Um, so what is going on with this idea that Jesus did not work many mighty deeds there because of their lack of faith? Well, we have free will, right? We have we have choices whether we're going to believe and trust in Jesus or not. Um, Jesus Jesus allows us to, to make a choice. Um, he's, we, he doesn't create us as robots. He creates us as humans with, uh, with good minds and free will because he loves us. Um, love can't ever involve control. Love has to involve free will. Uh, so Jesus couldn't do many mighty deeds, or he didn't do many mighty deeds there because of their lack of faith. So um, Jesus allowed those miracles to not happen, those, those healings, those uh, transformations to not happen because of people's choice. So he accepted that they had free will, um, and he, he didn't just cure people out, you know, without their, uh, without their wishes, without their prayers, without their faith, without their welcoming it. Uh, he's, you could say he's a gentleman in that way, a gentleman God. Um, so he was accepting. They have free will. They don't believe. They don't want me to heal them. And so I accept that and walk away. That's a good example for us, I think. That the primary acceptance perhaps has to do with our accepting God's will for us. Um, knowing God's will for us can be tricky sometimes, but we 
We can know that what God basically wants for us, we read about it in the Ten Commandments. We know that he wants us to love him and to love each other. Um, and acceptance of God's will for us, uh, this is our primary way of practicing acceptance. Um, another way of practicing acceptance has to do with our accepting uh, a crucifixion of self, um, our ego, our pride, um, to accept things that we really don't want to, um, even if we don't have the power to change them. Um, and I want to re uh, refer you to St. Paul's letter to the Romans, where he, he refers to the old self as being dead. So this, this notion of our ego or our pride being crucified, being minimized, um, so that we get out of ourself and accepting that process, part of recovery, critical part of recovery, is why it's prominent in, in the 12-step community. Um, it also says in, in the full serenity prayer, the big, the big one, the full version of it, which is quite beautiful, um, it, it refers to accepting hardship as a pathway to peace. And certainly Jesus was a great example for, for us in doing this, accepting the cross. Um, he, he was accepting of the Father's will for us. Again, Jesus can be a very good example for how we might do this and how we might choose to be like him uh, through grace and through, through recovery. Um, you can read more about uh, this notion of acceptance in uh, the book by Jonathan Morris called The Way of Serenity. Uh, really, really a very well-written book, a whole book on the way of serenity. It's in three parts. So the first part of the book um, focuses on uh, the, the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. So that's the section uh, that deals with acceptance and other topics. Uh, the second part of the book focuses on the courage to change the things I can. And then the third part of the book focuses on the wisdom to know the difference. It's really a very simple read, good, a good, easy book to read. Uh, fits very well with our Catholic faith. Uh, toward the end of the book, um, Jonathan Morris shares this uh, kind of old story of a farmer. Uh, this story comes from uh, the eastern part of the world. Um, and I want to share it with you because it has to do with acceptance. It has a good uh, a lesson for us in uh, serenity. Um, so the old farmer has worked his crops for many years. Uh, one day his horse runs away. Upon hearing the news, his neighbors come to visit. Such bad luck for you, they say sympathetically to him. The farmer replies, we'll see. The next morning, the horse returns, bringing with it three other wild horses. How wonderful, the neighbors exclaim. We'll see, says the old man. The following day, the old man's son tries to ride one of the untamed wild horses, got thrown off and breaks his leg. The neighbors again come to offer their sympathy on the old man's misfortune. We'll see, he says. The day after military officials come to the village to draft all the young men into the army, seeing that the son's leg is broken, they pass him by. The neighbors congratulate the farmer on how well things have turned out. We'll see, says the farmer.
So the farmer is accepting of the things that happen. He's, he's not judging them uh, immediately. He's, he's uh, being peaceful about these things, whether they seem good or seem bad. Um, he's just accepting. Uh, that's part of the part of the challenge of surrender of of acceptance is to surrender our our need to quickly decide if something is good or bad, uh, but to just take it as it is. Um, and John, I just want to say Jonathan Morris also had a really a great book called The Promise uh, that has to do with suffering. Uh, those are two good books for us to just uh, uh, to, to check out and study. So that's our little um, presentation on acceptance today. I hope it gives you some things to think about, maybe to practice and work on in your recovery. Um, we have more resources for you, um, websites, articles, books, uh, groups, and so forth. You can find it on our website, graziaplanacounseling.org. Um, if you look under uh, resources, you'll find a list there. It starts off with some COVID resources and then some uh, odds and ends. And then toward the end, there's a big section on uh, resources for working on chastity. If you're struggling with pornography, infidelity, compulsive behavior, sexual behaviors, um, then that section might be particularly helpful for you. Uh, let's have our closing prayer in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the divine power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who roam throughout the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, there, our topic for next week is going to be on trauma. Uh, trauma is quite a big deal in uh, psychology these days. Uh, we're really focusing on treating trauma um, in new and wonderful ways. Um, and so next time, maybe we'll look at uh, issues of trauma, what it is, what we can do about it, how it impacts our, uh, <clears throat> our recovery. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we'll focus on that next time. Uh, we welcome your sharing these videos and podcasts with your friends. If you think they might benefit from them, uh, please subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Um, and then finally, I'll just close by saying that Grazia Plena is a 501c3 official faith-based nonprofit charity. Uh, we really survive on donations. We could not survive just on our, our uh, fees that we collect for um, mental health services and the donations that we receive for our spiritual direction services. Um, we only survive on your donations. If you feel uh, that you would like to make a donation, again, you can go to our website, graziaplanacounseling.org. Um, up at the blue banner on the top is a button for donate. That will take you to a place where you can enter your credit card. And I thank you very much for that. Uh, so, so many people are so generous um, over the years. It's, it's been a great blessing. and. Uh, a wonderful uh, thing for us to see uh, God's providence in our work and in our uh, organization. So thank you for tuning in today. Hope to see you again next week. God willing, uh, stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, God bless you.